0: I would like to welcome you all to the Respect the Craft Sports Podcast. Um, I'm coming today mainly to give, well, a little bit of an idea on, you know, how I feel about the beginning of the playoffs and mostly the, f- the format of this now. So it's been a few months and now I'm currently doing two podcasts. Originally, it was three. Uh, nailed one down, one specifically for, for, um, comic book material and one specifically for basketball, both have YouTube channels and the podcast will be uploaded there as well. Um, so if you like comic books, it's marvelous detectives. Um, and this one is respected craft sports um they will both be under the same thing about things podcast network umbrella on all podcasts dsps whatever whatever it's called blah 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 but yeah that's the format uh for this also um hopefully if need be uh you will get more panel discussions about basketball topics i'm hoping so um we shall see how that plays out um we you know with timing and everything hopefully we can get um some more correspondence <laughs> but um for the most part that's it for the update part so let's skim right on through all of these little conferences that played i mean i conference all these games in both conferences um for the first round the Western Conference, Phoenix, New Orleans. New Orleans made a valiant. Is that the word I am looking for? That sounds right. A valiant effort against Phoenix with a Phoenix injuries, which I feel like will come back. is not I, I hope somebody get hurt, but I feel like just you know lingering injuries has been a thing for chris paul uh, i don't know if he but well, he was the one that got hurt recently so kelvin that he stays you know healthy for our whole postseason i think that was i think he was healthy most of last season as well um, but this time it was on devin booker's side hopefully he can stay healthy because everyone wants to see the Suns versus warriors and we will see how that goes but Either way, New Orleans looks solid. They showed that they're the team that if Zion doesn't want to be there, they can trade him off and get a nice quality asset and continue to build. Hopefully he stays because to be honest, if he stays, they're probably a 50-plus win team. Just my personal opinion because you have a big three of CJ, consistent shooter, Brandon Ingram, uh and zion and that would be solid i think that'd be a solid group right there in my personal opinion um but that's just what i see for their like their off season mostly is just trying to get zion back and keep all the young assets and keep it pushing phoenix their season isn't over so hopefully in the second round who do they play against dallas that's gonna be interesting i want to see how luka how Luca plays in the second round it's been a while since dallas has been in the uh second round i think they said it was since like uh 2011 which was the year they won a the championship doubt that's gonna happen now but you never know um the next one we got memphis versus uh, Minnesota Minnesota eh. cat talked a lot of trash and um their biggest problem in the series is that they like didn't show that a lot of people are saying that mentality. In my opinion, they just kind of let a lot of games go. In the end, I guess Memphis, there's a lot of games. They were up by 20 points, showing that they're very, like, they're a really good team. They just don't know how to finish games. And that comes with experience. And hopefully D'Lo, Cat, and Ant Edwards, you know, and they have they go and re, they go and build some uh now that they've had this experience, they can come back next year, you know, better, a little bit more polished once you get to the side of the playoffs. Because if you're beating teams like this, like Memphis, who's the second seed, I mean, just offensively, they're really solid. And to have a couple they have, you know, what's his name? Vanderbilt as their their defensive anchor for their starting lineup. Um, I feel like they can do some... They can be pretty solid. They just gotta, you know, stop letting games go. Um, go to State. Denver. That's it. That's all I got because they don't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic is just still my favorite center in the NBA. Next, we have the biggest disappointment... Um in Dallas versus Utah. Not a disappointment in Utah losing, just a disappointment in how they lost. Luca didn't play like the first two games, and they were getting cooked by Jalen Brunson. And Brunson like like he's like a six foot If I remember correctly, he's not really tall. Yep. He's like a six foot guard. That's it. They let a six, they let six foot Jalen Bronson average like 30 points a game against them before Luka came back. And then once Luka came back, he was still averaging 25 points a game on high efficiency. Like, like like really, like really, really good efficiency, even though he's been solid efficient during the season, but he hasn't been solid at that volume. And at that volume, he was just murdering them. Mike Conley. I'm so sad to say this. I feel so hurt and it really hurts my heart to say this, but I think he's, he's, he's lost a step. And that's saddening because I was a big fan of the, you know, the grit and grind Memphis team, the former well the grit and grind (laughs) 1.0 it just really hurts my heart to see conley doing so bad on defense because he was was solid when he was in memphis and donovan mitchell i felt really bad because he also was an unsized shooting guard and he was getting but he's still taller than brunson he's like six three six two versus six foot but that's about it's close but they, they, they should not have let the Jalen Brunson-led Dallas team m- kill them like this when they have, they still have their two highest-paid players, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, I don't think he even played good in this series, to be honest. Let me just check his numbers just to be specific, because, like, I feel like he shot terribly. And nope, him and Jalen Brunson not the same height. Never mind. But, the, oh my God. Oh. This man was averaging 8 of 22 a game, 39. Okay, we'll round it up to be nice. 40% from the field and 20%, 21% from the three-point line. Never mind. They, they both sold. They sold that series. He sold that series. He sold that series, period. They, that series has not been, been a, that type of discrepancy of allowing. and Jalen Brunson outplay you play pretty much everybody on offense on the other team. Cause I'm almost 100 percent sure that Memphis, like in the playoffs, none of their players that were like none of them won like, so, like Like none like let's see who averaged 20 points a game on um I say Memphis. I meant to say Utah. On Utah, um, who averaged 20 points a game besides besides Donovan Mitchell? Nobody, nobody and the most of it. Like Jesus, they shot that three-point percentage, was garbage. Mike Conley. Oh, oh, oh. oh, how he's falling 33%. That's just big disappointment. They let Jalen Brunson kill him, and then Luka came back and put the nail in the coffin. Next, um, Philadelphia and... Toronto 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 put up a another what's the word I'm looking for valiant effort I feel like this is the wrong way of saying that word but it sounds good so um the boys never gave up and this is of another young team but they're all like six eight from point guard to center they're all about the same height, so they're all switchable, and they're all, all offense. They're both all solid on offensive and defensive side of the floor. So you, because Pascal finally remember how to play basketball this season, and it'll be still solid. Scotty Barnes is a point is a not a, point, a rookie a rookie that's solid. Gary Trent Junior is like Gary Trent Junior. is about six five. Achua is about six nine six ten. Chris Boucher is about 6'9", six, six, That is young is about 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, what I'm saying is, and what I'm getting at, is that they were a very, very versatile defensive team because they could pretty much switch everything. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of pressure on um, James Harden. And then Joel now has a broken face. But he was playing great. James, not so great. He looked like James was still trying to be passive point guard type of player at the moment. Um, We'll see how that goes on going to the next round, but you know, early on in these, in his first round, he was a little bit more passive until like the last game where they're just like, we need this from you. And. And once he kicked us, kicked it into gear in that last game, you know, he's still average, like, he averaged like 10 assists a game. Um, Solid point guard, you know. Solid point guard. He's a solid point guard. He just has to get into the groove on offense. We'll see how that plays off going against Miami without Joel. They're going to need to do everything, which he's been trying to do less of since he's not on the Rockets anymore. Next, we're going to get to the SAS series. I feel bad for Chicago. They did their best. Um, they're playing against the champs, number one. Number two, a lot of people were hurt, so they weren't at full strength. And when I say by hurt, I'm not saying that like they were all just like like physically injured. You have health and safety protocol. You have actual injuries. You have chemistry issues since a lot of people have been out half of the year. All of the above. Grace, What's his name? Grayson Allen. You dropped Caruso. Kicked him out of the season for a few months. That's terrible. But that's just saying, you know, they're the champs. Moonwalk is going to be solid, and Chicago need to be um, pretty much at full strength, and then they probably would have made a series out of it, but they weren't. And I really had a lot of confidence in Chicago. Hopefully they can build off of this if Zach Levine, you know, if he just resigns, if he resigns, we'll see what happens. Now, here we go to another one of the disappointing series. Um, Huge. Huge disappointment. Miami versus Atlanta. Trey Young. It looked like he was out there playing with himself. Um, Not saying that other team was bad. Like, the re- not the other team, but the rest of his teammates were bad. It's just that in this series, we pretty much, and when I say we, as a Miami Heat fan, that's what I mean by we, their game play was let anyone but Trey Young beat us. And DeAndre Hunter looked solid, averaging 20 points a game on 50-40 um, shooting splits, 50-40-80. Um Kevin Herter forgot how to shoot. Um Delon Wright still solid. Um John Collins plays solid. Clint Capella came back halfway through, so he was hurt. So, you know, you're not getting the full Clint Capella. True. So that is a thing. And Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. One game, he got really, really hot. Kept in minute, but still, Trey Young could only take him home on one of these games. That's it, because his his it it he, he, he was poor. It was poor. It was a poor. He, he just was getting attacked all series long. He averaged the most minutes out of everybody on the court from his team, and he didn't even like. It was just they just hounded that man for all five games that he played. And for him, he was like, I haven't been guard like this since I was in high school. I'm like, that was just, I think that was just, that was just the game plan, you know? Do you, because a lot of teams don't have defensive game plans on this side of like, like 2020 basketball to just like, the game plans, yes, you got to still get more when you get into the playoffs. The game plans come up. It's the first round, and they already had a defensive game plan that was like this precise. I felt bad. I was like, dang, he's getting hounded, and there's nothing much he can do about it. Hopefully, next year they can see what's going on with you know their roster. Uh, you never know who's gonna still be here, who's not. Um, just. I feel like this team roster may get flipped a little bit. We'll see what happens just because he needs someone else to be able to take that pressure off of him. There's no other real ball handlers that are like at that level of him of him. Whereas not no there's not no. There's not any other like scores on his level on his team either. And... Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. we get into the biggest disappointment in playoff history nah maybe the biggest disappointment in the playoffs and not currently this is the, there is no other team that could top this at any point in this playoffs because Brooklyn should not have ever got swept in the first round with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I don't care what defense you played. I don't care who's on the court. It's a different thing if they didn't have a good team. They had a good team. Because at first, if you're talking about like, like not, like it's a different thing if they're saying they didn't have the players. They had a solid shooter and playmaker in Patty Mills. Bruce Brown still solid. You know, glue guy. Blake Griffin never even played the man. Lamarcus, I don't even know if Lamarcus even played. Is the even playing right now? Let me see. Let me, let me see. Okay. Let's see how much he played. Lamarcus didn't play. Um, I don't know if he's still playing the league right now, but let's see. Seth Curry's knockdown shooter, he shot the ball well. Kyrie Urban did okay. Katie, I think Kate Katie was the one who was attacked, hounded, harassed, all of the above. Because he only shot 39% from the field and 33 from three and forty percent from two-point range. So you just and he averaged um like five turnovers a game. And he wasn't the, he should he should've never been a, a close to a primary ball handler. In my mind, they really should've just in my mind, they should have had Gorn Drogic play a lot more than twenty minutes a game. They should've had Patty Mills more than twenty minutes a game. You needed more playmaking. In these games, you Blake Griffin needed to more Blake Griffith needed to play more than two games in a series. You needed more playmaking. Kyrie Irving and and Kevin Durant are not playmakers. They can be good at continuing ball movement. They can be solid at playmaking. They are not primary playmakers they needed more more playmaking around they needed this needed more playmaking around them instead of iso scoring because it almost showed that there was no offensive game plan beyond give those two the ball and then if any double teams happen pass off to seth pass off to the shooters you know you get an occasional two or three threes by patty two or three threes by seth occasional drive by Goran roger you know but that's it that was that was that that was it and since that was it boston harassed kevin durant and guy Reed, the whole series and that was it jason tatum looked spectacular he looked like a superstar jason jason J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown looks spectacular as well. And they, they, it was all close games. A lot of people say, not a lot of people, but I've heard some people say, oh, it's close games. But at the end of the day, they're all L's. And Kevin Durant and Kyrie couldn't finish these games because. They needed more players to get them through the middle of the games. So by the time you get to the end, they're pretty much burnt and they've been attacked and harassed. And that is coaching. In my personal opinion, they should for a team that said they needed no coaching. They needed coaching. They needed coaching and team chemistry right here. This is when this is when chemistry and coaching comes into play yes i know Kyrie only played the last like 20 games of the season um but they looked solid throughout a lot of that they looked okay and them not playing blake like he had no ability they played um they pretty much just played claxon like uh i'm not saying Claxton's bad he was solid but he's also very young and he averaged 18% from the free throw line and he didn't give Blake a chance. And in that idea, I just feel like Blake's a better playmaker, but he didn't get any chances in the series. And I don't see him coming back. I see him really quickly going to another team because he's like at this point I'm just here to win a a chip get a cool two or three million on this team two or three million on that team win a chip keep pushing and hopefully he finds that because you know everyone knows on those Clippers teams they deserve a ring Chris Paul um, even DeAndre JJ (laughs) JJ's on TV now but they deserve at least one because they had to go do you know hell in the Western conference. And that's it for me. I think that's all for this one. Um, Second round is going to be crazy. Hopefully we're going to get, I'm going to do more um, analysis, more group analysis, some more correspondence, um, more content. I think I'm going to drop these once a week on Tuesdays or maybe twice we're going to see because, you know, two podcasts, but these are only 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Um, quick lesson for you all. Hopefully, you know, you enjoyed them and you continue to listen. Thank you again. Peace.